After Jesus sent his 12 apostles out two by two in Mark chapter 6 to preach and to cast out demons and to heal the sick, word soon spread. And in Mark chapter 6, beginning with verse 14, we read that King Herod heard of it, for Jesus' name had become known. Some said, John the Baptist has been raised from the dead. That is why these miraculous powers are at work in him. But others said, he is Elijah. And others said, he is a prophet, like one of the prophets of old. But when Herod heard of it, he said, John, whom I beheaded, has been raised. For it was Herod who had sent and seized John and bound him in prison for the sake of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife, because he had married her. For John had been saying to Herod, it is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. And Herodias had a grudge against him and wanted to put him to death. But she could not, for Herod feared John, knowing that he was a righteous and holy man, and he kept him safe. When he heard him, he was greatly perplexed, and yet he heard him gladly. But an opportunity came when Herod, on his birthday, gave a banquet for his nobles and military commanders and the leading men of Galilee. For when Herodias's daughter came in and danced, she pleased Herod and his guests. And the king said to the girl, Ask me for whatever you wish, and I will give it to you. And he vowed to her, whatever you ask me, I will give you up to half of my kingdom. And she went out and said to her mother, for what should I ask? And she said, the head of John the Baptist. And she came in immediately with haste to the king and asked, saying, I want you to give me at once the head of John the Baptist on a platter. And the king was exceedingly sorry, but because of his oaths and his guests, he did not want to break his word to her. And immediately the king sent an executioner with orders to bring John's head. He went and beheaded him in the prison and brought his head on a platter and gave it to the girl. And the girl gave it to her mother. When his disciples heard of it, they came and took his body and laid it in a tomb. This is an interesting story for this gospel account to give to us. We know John the Baptist is an important figure in knowing Jesus as Mark's own gospel begins with him baptizing Jesus. But this might seem like an unusual thing to include, but appreciate that the Holy Spirit's purposes in inspiring Mark is not just to give us some historical facts about how John's story went, but it's to reveal something else to us. Because up to this point in Mark's gospel, we've seen again and again how conscientious Jesus is to avoid being made known. When he compassionately and powerfully would heal people, he would often charge them not to tell anybody, not to make him known. And when we read those stories in isolation, that might seem unusual to us. Why wouldn't Jesus want people to know who he is and what he's doing? And this is why. Because one of the things for us to know about Jesus is that Jesus knows people. 
and people are pretty messed up. Look at this story and everything that's involved. John the Baptist is a powerful preacher and Herod knows it. Herod knows that he's a holy man. He knows he's a righteous man. Now, that doesn't stop him from arresting him. When John called him out because he took his sister-in-law from his brother and married her, yet he had enough about him that he was afraid to have any harm befall John on his watch. Yet it was his birthday and he had a whole bunch of people whose opinions he cared about around him. And he got so enamored with his stepdaughter's dancing that he foolishly offered her up to half of his kingdom. That's people. We get so distracted by carnal, immediate pleasures. We get so concerned with what people around us think that we get ourselves into some pretty bad situations. We also see people can be awfully vindictive. Herodias didn't care whether or not what John was saying was right. She didn't care what God's view was on her and Herod's choices and their relationship. She wanted revenge. She didn't like how John was talking about her. His words stepped on her toes. So of all the things that she could advise her daughter to ask for from the king, her stepfather, who was so gaga for her in that moment because of how she danced, she asks for a man's head. A man's head to be brought to her on a platter. Incidentally, this is where that phrase comes from in our vernacular. And Herod does. He doesn't want to, but it doesn't seem like he thinks long about it because Mark peppers in there as he often does that immediately. With haste, these things happen. And that's how John the Baptist died. Because people are messed up. Because we're obsessed with sex and reputation. Because we are vindictive and resentful. Because it doesn't matter how truthfully or powerfully someone's speaking. It doesn't matter how holy or righteous we know they are. Sometimes we can't get out of our own way. So when Jesus didn't want things to become known too soon, this is why. Because his eyes were on what God's will his eyes were on accomplishing what God wanted done. And that didn't mean avoiding his own martyrdom. Jesus knew that his path led to the cross. But it was important to him to let those things unfold in such a way that God's will would be done. Because he knew that people wouldn't understand what he was doing. They wouldn't truly know who he was. The challenge for us as we read this story is to recognize those ways we get in our own way. To recognize those things that can come between us and truly knowing Jesus, truly doing God's will, and resolve to know him, to follow him, to trust his plan, his direction, to have what he wants to be more important to us than any other immediate pleasure, to be more important to us than any other resentment that we might harbor, to be more important to us than any reaction that we might be tempted to as we find ourselves suddenly put in situations. We need to truly know who Jesus is to make ourselves stop and think about what his will is and to then 
follow that as we follow Jesus each day.